0: Hey, faithful listener, grab your cup of coffee and experience the Bible in a way you never have before. P40 Ministries is a podcast that goes through the Bible cover to cover. It's an awesome narrative that focuses your mind and prepares your heart for God to speak. So join your host, Jen, for a biblical podcast that's Hilarious, informative, imaginative, and fun. The P40 Ministries podcast. Listen now as we go through the book of Mark. Hey guys, happy Thursday and thanks for tuning in to the P40 Ministries podcast with me, your host, Jen. I'm just so excited to hang out with you guys and to discuss the scriptures with you this morning. And guess what? I'm really excited about this. I actually uh, am starting my video editing (laughs) so that I can finally get some videos up on YouTube however it's kind of a slow process for me because I use all Adobe products and I don't know if my computer can like handle the video editing so like every once in a while the the computer will just crash like full on blue screen crash and it's very infuriating but um (laughs) But I'm getting it done and I'm trying to uh, figure that issue out, but I'm so excited to actually begin with um, the YouTube channel. So that's going to be a lot of fun for me. And video editing has been Quite enjoyable, other than the uh, blue screen crashing. But other than that, it's been great, and I'm enjoying the process of editing videos. So I'm excited to see where the YouTube channel is going to grow. So obviously, if you haven't gone over to the YouTube channel yet, I recommend you do and that you subscribe because I do want to do a giveaway very soon. Yes, I know, I've been saying that for probably two months now, and I'm very sorry about that, but I do truly want to do the giveaway, but I don't think it's going to happen until I I truly figure out uh, the editing issues that are happening, but I do want um, the giveaway to primarily be on YouTube, so I'm excited for where that's going to go, and I hope you guys are as well, and I'll drop a link to the YouTube channel in the bio of this podcast episode, but okay, friends, let's go ahead and discuss Mark chapter 14, verses 66 through... 72. And this is where Peter denies Jesus. So let's go ahead and see what this is all about. I'll be reading out a W.E.B. version this morning. As Peter was in the courtyard below, one of the maids of the high priest came and seeing Peter warming himself, she looked at him and said, you were also with the Nazarene, Jesus. But he denied it, saying, I neither know nor understand what you're saying. He went out on the porch and the rooster crowed. The maid saw him and began again to tell those who stood by, this is one of them, but he again denied it. After a little while, again, those who stood by Peter said to him, you truly are one of them for you are a Galilean and your speech shows it. But he began to curse and swear. And he said, I don't know this man of whom you speak. The rooster crowed the second time. Peter remembered the word how Jesus said to him before the rooster crows twice. You will deny me three times. And when he thought about that, he wept. I think there's something important to note here, which is actually verses, uh, verse 54. This is where it says Peter had followed Jesus from a distance until he came into the court of the high priest. And he was sitting with the officers and warming himself in the light of the fire. So Peter here was, In the courtyard of the um, of the high priest and obviously Jesus was like going through trial right now a very illegal trial I should add right now in the high priests home and so Peter was sitting in the court kind of like listening to everything that was going on inside of the high priests home I talked to you guys about that I think it was actually Tuesday where I said that like people back then would just like go and hang out in people's yards and stuff it was very odd (laughs) (laughs) and like that was the point of having like an outer court was so that people could literally like just hang out there so people would hang out in the outer court of the high priest's home and just have like conversations with people there and listen in on like what's happening inside and we do know that peter and jesus were not very far from each other because um one of the gospels says that jesus actually was close enough that he could look at peter and uh Peter saw Jesus look at him. So Jesus and Peter were not very far away from each other, but Peter was far enough away that uh, he was not going to be associated with Jesus and stuff like that. So he wanted to keep his distance. But here's the thing that this kind of reminds me of. A lot of times, us Christians, we kind of want to keep our distance from Jesus. Like we we want him sort of, like we want the benefit that comes with being a Jesus follower, but we don't want any of the negative stuff, like the pain that Jesus had to go through or persecution or, uh, being made fun of for being a Christian. So we kind of like keep our distance and that's where a lot of Christians go wrong. And, and I really, really relate to this. I relate so strongly with this, with Peter, because I think that I am very similar to Peter. In fact, out of everybody in the new Testament, I relate the most, I believe with Peter. Uh, to me, Peter was somebody that just for the most part wanted to avoid confrontation, but also pretended like he didn't want to avoid confrontation, <laughs> which has been most of my life. Like for me, I'm just like, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to go and tell this person how it is. And then I get up to them and I'm just like, hey, so... <laughs> and then i totally avoid the topic. I am always like that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a good thing at times, but i relate heavily with Peter on that aspect where Peter like says that he's okay with confrontation. He says he's okay with um, you know, following Jesus till the end, but then when the the time comes for him to do it, he chickens out. Which, by the way, I just thought of something. Maybe the reason uh, Jesus told Peter that the rooster was gonna crow is because it's a male chicken. Ah ha ha, because Peter was (laughs) being a chicken. Okay, I'm sorry. I am so sorry. Let's get back to the topic here. So anyway, Peter was following Jesus from a distance. And he was like sitting in, um, in the court. And, and like I was trying to say, my original point was a lot of us tend to do that. We follow Jesus from a distance. And that's where a lot of us, um, you know, go down the wrong path of denying and uh, falling away from that relationship with Jesus. So Peter, um, after this, it says that he was sitting there warming himself because there is clearly a fire happening in this court. And it says that there were officers there as well. And um, from my understanding of this, these would have been the same officers that um, belonged to the high priest and had possibly been the ones to uh, beat Jesus, we see here in verse 65, it says that some began to spit on Jesus to cover his face, beat him with their fists and tell him prophesy and the officers struck him with the palms of their hands. So it's possible that these officers were outside in the court where Peter was almost like waiting for um, the court procession to be over so they could go in and beat up Jesus. Jesus. So Peter was like associating also with these officers who could care less what happened to Jesus. And um, so I, I, I thought that was kind of interesting that it's very possible that the officers Peter was like chilling with in the outer court were also the possibly the same officers that were hitting Jesus uh, later on. So anyway, it says that Peter was still in the courtyard below and one of the maids of the high priest came out. I don't know what she was doing out there. (laughs) Maybe she came out to warm herself too. I don't know. But she saw Peter and she looked at him and she says, you were also with the Nazarene Jesus. And so I don't know exactly what this girl was trying to accomplish with this. Maybe she didn't like Jesus because she was the maid of the high priest. Maybe she had heard about Jesus. I don't know exactly. I have no clue what was going on in this maid's mind. But she recognizes Peter as being somebody who was with Jesus. She claims to Peter, she's like, you were with Jesus, obviously. And so uh, Peter denies it. And he's like, I don't know or understand what you are saying. So this is kind of funny because um, that is... A really fantastic tactic that I've used a handful of times in my life one of the big ones was when we went to Amsterdam there were (laughs) there were people when my husband and I were in Amsterdam there were people who were um, trying to get money from us when we were walking around in Amsterdam and uh, even though we understood the word money, and a handful of other things they were saying, my husband and I would just be like, we don't understand, and then just keep like walking. (laughs) Oh, it's such a fantastic tactic, and people would leave us alone for the most part. But yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's something that people like to use, you know, especially Peter here, he uses the phrase, I don't understand, even though he knows exactly what the, this girl is saying, he says, I don't understand what you're talking about. So he like kind of changes the subject a little bit and sort of leaves the fire and goes and sits elsewhere. So then the girl is just like, no, I, I'm telling you, I've seen this guy with Jesus. And she's like talking with some of the other people also in the courtyard. And she's like, this guy was definitely with Jesus, that guy over there. And so, um, She was telling everybody who stood by, this guy is one of Jesus's disciples. And so Peter hears her and he's like, no, I'm not. (laughs) That's what he says. He says he denies it. And so after a little while again, those people who like heard what the maid was saying, they say to Peter, they're like, no, you're definitely one of Jesus's followers because your accent is giving you away and you come from the region of Galilee clearly based on your accent, which is also where Jesus hails from, basically. They're like, your speech is giving you away. And so um, don't forget, they were in Jerusalem right now, and this would have been the Passover celebration. And uh, tons of different people from all over would be in Jerusalem right now. And so there would probably be all sorts of different accents happening in Jerusalem, but there's clearly something very unique about the Galilean accent that these men were able to pick out that Peter had, and that kind of reminds me a little bit of um of like Southern accents here in America. You know, when you hear a Southern accent here, you know that that person is from the South. <laughs> <laughs> and depending on how strong that accent is, you know how how much further south they are. Like, for example, um, my home state, Ohio, is kind of a long state, sort of, not exactly long, but kind of. But people who live in southern Ohio have a very slight southern accent as compared to uh, people who live in Georgia where my aunt, Is from and people in Georgia have the strongest southern accent I think I've ever heard so if a person from Georgia came up here to Ohio and started talking with me I would know clearly that they were definitely either from like Georgia or Mississippi or like one of those deep southern states like you would just know And then you could ask them, like, where are you, where are you from? So clearly there's something about this Galilean accent that was just unique and different. And these men here could definitely tell that Peter was from Galilee. So Peter does not like the fact that he's getting called out. And so it says that Peter starts swearing and cursing. It says he began to curse and to swear. And he Says, I do not know this man of whom you speak. So there was like cursing involved with what Peter was saying here about Jesus. So Peter is just completely denying Jesus in every sense that he can possibly do right now. Like he's just denying Jesus and, you know, cursing and swearing to go along with it. I don't know, maybe that made him sound a little bit tougher. He was probably panicked. I don't know exactly what happened, but Peter was definitely not in the right state of mind. But you know what? I do find some comfort a little bit in Peter's story because we kind of almost think that those who deny Jesus, that's just the end for those people. But Peter... Denied Jesus. In fact, he didn't just deny Jesus once; he denied him three times. And yet, Peter still ended up being the um, one of the pinnacles of the Christian faith. And so, there's hope in this story that even if somebody you know does deny Jesus, that does not mean that they are forever lost. And when Jesus actually rises again. And the angel is sitting on the tombstone talking to the women. They actually say to the women, the angel says to the women, go and get the disciples and Peter, which I just loved that when I read that Peter probably thought he was out of the fold of the disciples by this point. He probably thought that, you know, Jesus would have nothing to do with him after this. And he was probably pretty sick. After he had done all this and realized what he had done, but the angel specifically put Peter in there, specially. He's like, "Go get the disciples and Peter and let them all know that Jesus has risen and i I think that's kind of why Peter ends up running ahead of everybody else and going into that tomb because he is included. you know, he has been brought back in, and he has been forgiven and so um like I said so much love in this story and just the fact that Jesus did not get angry at Peter even though Peter was not fully committed to Jesus at this time period he was remorseful he was sad over what he had done and he truly did want Jesus that's the other thing about Peter we do see that Peter truly does have a heart for Jesus and for Jesus's teachings I mean Peter was the one who said that he was not going to abandon Jesus because where else could Peter possibly go? There was no one else that had the truth. So Peter understood, understood the truth of Jesus and truly wanted that, I believe. And so even though he made mistakes, even though he, he right here was denying Jesus, he had a heart of repentance and Jesus ended up forgiving him because don't forget Jesus was about to die on the cross for everybody's sins. And that included Peter as well. So friends, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And if it helped you in any way, definitely share it. Don't forget to subscribe to the, um, P40 Ministries podcast on whatever, uh, podcast listening platform you are on. And also, you know, um, go to my website, www.p40ministries.com, and you can subscribe there as well to get um, some emails from me, to get a free gift in your inbox, and uh, to keep up to date with everything happening on P40 Ministries. And then as always, like I said, subscribe to the YouTube channel, because good videos coming your way. At least I hope they're going to be good. (laughs) All right, friends, have a fantastic rest of your week, and I hope to see you bright and early tomorrow morning. Happy listening, and God bless.